0: Welcome to another episode of the Traveling Coopers podcast. I am your host, Alan Pettigrew, and in these infuriating gentlemen in front of me are my good friends, Calvin McGowan and Philip Dixon. Go ahead, and let the people hear your voice.
1: What's up, everybody? Um, as always, I'm Calvin McGowan. It's wonderful to be here. It's, <laughs> it, it, I don't even know. I don't, I'm trying to, I couldn't come up with anything I like. <laughs>
2: Okay, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Philip Dixon, aka um, Rand- Mandarin Oranges. And uh, yeah, it's not my best work. Uh, and what's going on? What's going on? All
0: right, man. All right, let's go ahead and get into the topics at hand because there has been a dead period in the NBA. We're going to have a lot of fun with some WNBA talk starting off. Calvin, our president, WNBA Fan and reporter, let's go ahead and get into the news starting with Baylor's new head coach, Nikki Collins, and when she quit her job. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: So, in case y'all are unaware, Baylor's women now have a new head coach because, you know, um, Kim Mulkey took the LSU job and supposedly burned a lot of bridges on the way out. Um, But regardless of that, but that new coach is Nikki Collin, who prior to taking the Baylor job was the head coach for the Atlanta Dream in the WNBA um, and was in the middle of like training camp in the pre and like I think early preseason. Um, she just like, Yeah, and went and took the job, which makes sense. It's a higher paying job, but it's also just kind of strange. It's just like you. Oh, okay. Like it's it's just it felt to me it felt out of left field. I don't know.
0: Oh no, bro. I hear about people quitting their jobs in the middle of the work day all the time. Oh you no, know? I'm just talking about <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> the job offer. Oh, see? yeah. I mean, you got the uh, numbers to back it up, right? With the her last couple seasons. Uh,
1: oh, it's just also like they the 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 dream haven't been good. Well, she had she's had three seasons as head coach. Right, two of them were bad. <laughs> right, this is just kind of flat out. Um, one of them was good. It was her first season, um, and like it may or may not be indicative of whether or not she's a good head coach because pro head coaching jobs are more dependent on like the talent that you have, um, in terms of like whether or not you're going to be successful, but like. I am not really sure. Like I don't know if I'm them. I'm not I'm, I'm not confident in this decision. But it's a decision they've made, and they probably already thrown like they've already backed up the truck for it. So,
2: wait, the same coach at LSU that said um like took her mask off abruptly before her her um her press conference. Kim Mulkey.
1: Kim Mulkey. Yes.
2: Okay, I was wondering because I don't know much about this this topic, but I did see that because it was a little much
1: so um she's been so prior to be, being coming the new head coach of for LSU's women's team she was the coach for Baylor's women's team for a while um until so, oh, again this, just yeah. now yeah for, <laughs> for, like she 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 was there a while um and like apparently she if she's not how do i put this She's not a coach who, like, if I'm trying to... Hmm. How <laughs> I phrase this? How <laughs> do I try and say this? <laughs> it's just like she... She handles things a particular way that is not necessarily positive. Like, I don't know. It's like, the thing is, I don't know how else to phrase it. Right? Because right. it's just like, because it, it's just, like, you want to both be accurate and, like, it, in terms of, like, because it's, like, she. I'll put it like this. Calvin, <laughs> <If,
0: sighs> yeah, go ahead, baby. Look, look, look. She, That's how we, <laughs> I'm not just, like, I
1: wouldn't. I'm not sure that, like, I would want her in front of the microphone if I'm LSU. I'm going to say that. And like it's an inevitability, as Why, part of the it? Why?
0: Yeah, well, the mask
1: me. thing, for one. Um, supposedly, she also, um, like, was kind of against players coming out. I think there was a thing about Brittany Griner in particular. Um,
2: Wait, and like she she was there. When Brittany Griner was there, yeah. yes, okay.
1: the same coach. Okay. Like if there's if there's a Baylor women's player that somebody is that anyone has cared about, she probably coached them. Mm, okay. Yeah,
0: it's
1: it's like that. Like she built that program up. Mm. Uh. But um, like she'll like she'll have LSU good. It's it's a harder job because like the SEC in women's basketball is kind of serious. Um. But. And like she have to deal, she's gonna have to deal with like Don Staley and South Carolina every year now, at least two times a year. Um, that will be interesting. But getting back to Collins, though, it seems like to me, it's, to me, it's just a strange hire for Baylor. In fairness, like I. I don't know. It's like I'm not really sure who else they get in part because like I don't fall- pay attention to like all of those in and outs and like who's friends with whom like that. Um, or, but it's just kind of. I mean, like she might be fine. She might be terrible. It'll be interesting to see either way. It is what
0: it is. <laughs> so the next topic up. Or the New York Liberty. Calvin, I know you wanted to touch. On oh, that.
1: so they, so like, it, of course it's early for these types of takes, but like, they might not be trash, right? Like, and like, I just say this because like, they so far they started 2-0, like
0: this season. Right. Who have they played though? Because I know they played the Sparks, and that was supposed to be like a really surprising win.
1: Um... Let me see. In these two games they've played so far, they um no, both games were against the Fever.
0: Both games are against the Fever.
1: I'm looking at. I'm looking. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Hold up. No, 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 no. Yeah, I said it right. Both of them were against the Fever. Ah,
0: baby. Like like their next game is
1: against the uh the Links. So. Okay. No um. But you know, it looks like they might be decent, and like Asia Der is unfortunately still out dealing with like issues related to having gotten COVID last year. Um, and you know, hope for a like she can get back out there and you know play the game that like this game that we all love so much. Um, but. Again, they they might be good. It's kind of early to tell, right? Because two games doesn't really tell you much. But like they've come out at the very least, they've opened on like they've started on a good it's a good footing for the rest of the season. Um, and that's something I guess, right? And you just see, you know, you see how you know Eskew plays. Um, like she's, so far she's averaging 18, 5, and 7. Oh. Uh, To start the season, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're in a good spot. At least it looks like it early. Um, but as I mentioned, they play the Lynx, and... The Lynx and the Timberwolves are in the process of getting some new ownership. Um, the... Like, they've more or less figured out, it looks like they more or less figured out a deal, right, for the sale. Um, and I think it's just a matter of it being approved by the NBA proper and, like, some just general procedures to start moving things along. It'll probably mean, cer- certainly for the, for the Timberwolves, it'll mean, it'll almost certainly mean, like, a new front office. Like, that tends to be how these things go, not always, but, like, it's fair, but, like, that's kind of common.
0: That needs to happen. That needs to happen.
1: Yeah, you got you, you kinda gotta I was gonna be like, they drafted like uh Anthony Edwards, but I'm just like I I don't know. That 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 was kind of an easy decision. I'm not sure if that saves
0: you. It's not like their players pan out either. Like you you I, I need something to work here. And you
2: haven't been cleared out. Yeah. I mean, Conley Towns and mm-hmm. Conley Towns is um, what essentially in the same position that Devin, Devin Booker in, or Devin Booker was in pre-this year. So it's just like a high level of talent just being wasted away. But fortunately for Devin, Devin Booker, he got a Chris Paul. And for the Timberwolves, they assumed that D'Angelo Russell would fill some type of betterment role which is true that he did, but not to the, the level that they were hoping, assuming. And all of a sudden, Anthony Edwards is going to be good in a couple of years, but in the next couple of years, Anthony Edwards is good. Hopefully, calling towns doesn't just dip out before that time. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, I don't know. It wasn't a weird situation. I'm not even sure. Like, like, the management is a long-term change. Like, mm. It's going to be better for them in the long term. In the short term, then nothing can be done. the short term, they are screwed. But five years moving forward, after this year, that's when they should be getting, like, you know, when Anthony Edwards is his prime, that kind of stuff, and they can hope to keep him around and add around him. Uh, because currently Towns is a lost cause. He's gone. <laughs> like, like when his contract is up, he's gone, right? He's dead. Andrew Russell, he's a... Journey, is, can he be classified as a journeyman? Like at this moment, like mm-hmm. he is on the verge of becoming what would be known as like the Chauncey Billups role, right? The journeyman.
1: Those he, are high level journeyman, though. I'm not, uh, exactly. I'm like those are those are high level. I'm not saying he's he's not necessarily, but still a high level journeyman.
2: Though. No, he, high level journeyman, but he's a, he's really really good. So he mm-hmm. would be considered a high level journeyman. But still, I don't foresee him staying I don't foresee him staying in Minnesota any for significant amount of time. You know what I mean? So okay. he's out, quantity Towns is out, If you ever is like all, all you can do with. So this is gonna be like a long term fix, but new management's not gonna do anything. If you're in Minnesota, sorry, but your team's gonna suck for a little bit. Like whoops. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Also, no one wants to go Minnesota's also not a destination town. So it's it's, it's like what will the owners bring there that they can like entice free agency with? You know what I mean. Like the only reason Cleveland got people is because LeBron was there, and they barely got people. Like,
1: correct. Barely. They didn't get they didn't get people while LeBron was there. That's why he left the first time.
2: So it's you know, and the last time they there, the second time they were there, they got there from drafting and trading. Kevin Love trading, uh, Kyrie from drafting. So. They're gonna be in the next situation, so I'm not sure what new management really, really does, or new owner ownership, I should say, really, really does. Um, but you know, it looks good.
0: They have to trade cat.
2: Oh, they're gonna they're, they're definitely gonna yeah. have to trade them because they're they not they're not leaving him, they're not leaving him on the table with and getting nothing returned. There's no way. So they're gonna trade him now. When are they gonna trade him? I don't know. Who who they gonna trade him to? Also, don't know. But they're gonna trade him because if they don't trade him. Like, it, it might be a, it might end up being one of these situations where his, his conscience about to be up then all of a sudden he like puts down a list of teams he wants to go to and at that point we've all seen it it can either go really well or really sticky. Now it's gonna be new ownership so it's going to go really well because they don't want that stain on their they don't want that stain on them, Immediately because that's a stain that's a hard stain to clean off, so they don't want that immediately. So it's gonna go well for Carl Anthony Towns. Now, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, he should say, I want to go to any other team but this team because they're all better, you know what I mean? But you know, he's gonna end up going to a team that he wants to go to uh, just because of you know, optics, I guess is the word, and it and you know, but. There's no way that they'll just let him leave on his own free will. He, they're going, to, they're he's, they're trading them 100. percent
0: mm. Quick question: You trade cat? Do you, are you looking for an established star, or are you just getting draft picks? Because I almost think you should just ask for the bag. If you, if especially if you waiting on Anthony Edwards to become like a all star
2: superstar, I, I think I think you should just ask for the bag. There's, there's, they're just going to get draft picks. They're going to get draft picks yeah. to pick around them. Then they might get a veteran. You know what I mean? A veteran. But, like, no one of any substance or true substance. They're going to get DeMar DeRozan, bro. They're probably going to get draft picks and get, like, players that, like, are young, athletic, you know, not really skilled players, that kind of thing. You know, the basic package we all see that a lot of these players get. You know what I mean?
0: I'm going to so. tell you what it is. This is my prediction. He's going to the Spurs. The Spurs need a new big man for pop to mold for one more year before he get completely out of here. They're going to trade Keldon Johnson, DeMar DeRozan, three first-round picks in a second.
2: That, that's my that's prediction. very specific. I don't know what to yeah. say, but that's wildly specific. I can't even make a... like I don't know how you came up with that off the the, the bat but you know all praise to you but that's mass specific
0: (laughs) that's the only thing that makes sense I can't can't think of like anywhere else that makes like a ton of sense and I'm not about to do this exercise right now in person outside of that one because I would just like to see it happen because it would make me feel like a genius I'll be okay with being off with like drive picks or something that ain't gonna hurt my feelings
1: but, yeah, but like Phil said, it, it has to be draft picks, right? Because, if, again, if you're waiting for Edwards, you, like, getting veterans isn't, getting a bunch of veterans isn't going to help you. Getting, getting a dude who can, like, help set locker, set, like, a locker room, proper locker room atmosphere yeah. and, like, good team culture or whatever, it would be worth, like, getting back, assuming you could or like just getting a dude in free agency or something but like it's like getting it like doing a win now move is like it would be bad it would be very bad we've seen this before it would be very bad
0: Hey, um i'm just glad i'm not a fan of either of these teams so i don't have to really worry about that but since we are talking about the Timberwolves, let's talk about the brightest spo- spot they've ever had in their history. Kevin Garnett, who's a Hall of Famer, that we can also transition to talking about his teammate, who is a 2021 Hall of Fame inductee with Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm.
2: Paul Pierce the most, I will say. Uh, Paul Pierce is the, currently... The most underappreciated superstar in. That's like alive right now. Wow. You really sound like somebody who has a degree from Kansas. No, I mean, you know, maybe. You're a Homer. <laughs> I will say this. No, it's true though, right? Because. There is no way Draymond. No, there's no way that. You remember when Draymond said that, said like. You just Paul Pierce. You not get. You shouldn't get no. Whatever he said. They don't
1: love you like that.
2: There is no way he should ever be able to say that. And people go. You right. There, there is zero chance. There is zero. There's, there's no way that that especially that man should be able to say that. And people are like you right about that. Now here's the biggest here here's the biggest issue. Most people for some reason have like forgotten all forgot all he did during the 2000s, like pre-2008, right? The team was bad, but he was cooking, right? Most people forgot about that, but in most people, you know, they got the championship, and most people remember the, you know, remember the, 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 the wheelchair, and more people remember the wheelchair than they remember the stats. Most people, now, especially nowadays, are focused on his uh, basketball analysis, Right? Uh, trash basketball analysis. The basketball analysis is all in the same, right? Uh, he, he, the things he said on ESPN the last couple of years. A lot of people don't re- are, are not fo- are focusing on the Brooklyn deal to now. I feel like he's done so many ridiculous and said so many ridiculous things. Not done. Oh, I guess. Well, I guess you could say done now. Uh, so yeah. many ridiculous mm-hmm. things from what was that 2012 deal all the way to now that people really are disrespecting what he was as a Celtic this man is an all-time great Celtic he not an all-time great Timberwolf he not a all He's not an all-time great son he an all-time great Celtic and people and, and, and somehow because I saw what is it somebody said this past week that Tim Duncan's the most underrated superstar of all time. And I get that. He definitely is. But Paul Pierce is the most disrespected superstar of all time. Uh, for, for And for whatever reason, and I'm not quite sure how it got to this level. Because we've seen a lot of basketball players do a lot of antics, right? And do a lot of this, do a lot of that. But it might be his antics mixed with, like, the, the inherent Boston hatred that the rest of the sports world has. Um... All that mixed together, it might be all of that. But Paul Pierce, by far, is the most disrespected superstar ever. In basketball. Well, Specifically. As soon as you finish. <laughs> no, that Oh, hurt. no. It hurt.
1: I it hurt. Uh, oh, that's got nothing to do with you. I'll, uh, right. I'll explain later. All but,
0: right. Look, I appreciate the soliloquy. Um, the other Hall of Fame 20, 21 guys are... As follow, Ben Wallace. We got uh, we got Chris Webber. Yeah, did I see Bosch on there? Am I or am I tripping? Yeah, Bosch yeah, but, uh, Bosch is I'm there. looking at it.
1: Rick Adelman, Chris Bosch, Yolanda Griffith, Lauren Jackson, Paul Pierce, Bill Russell as a coach. Ben Wallace, Chris Webber, Jay Wright.
0: Okay. I think hands down my favorite player out of this entire class has to be Ben Wallace. Like. I don't know if y'all know this. The first championship it's a, it's I ever
2: watched. Huh? Is it because y'all the same complexion? That's cute. Um, the no, first I'm, championship that before, okay?
0: I ever, What did you say? Nothing. Okay, cool. The first championship I ever watched <laughs> was that, uh, that Pistons championship. So that holds a place in my heart. And I ain't never seen nobody manhandle Shaq like that. So, you know. Anytime we get that, I'm always happy. That's yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> which, I mean guess it's
1: ball. worth. I guess it's worth noting also that like part of this was also indu- like I guess properly inducting the 2020 class, mm-hmm. which included uh, Patrick Bauman, Kobe Bryant, Tamika Catchings, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Kim Mulkey, Barbara Stevens, Eddie Sutton, and a Rudy Tomjanovich.
0: Oh, you, you sound young. You don't know who Rudy Tom Janovich is? I'm not going to pretend like I do. That's the first time I've ever said his name out loud, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> I just... They kept talking about him on, uh like, first take. Like, he's supposed to be that dude, and I think this, like, a. Uh, am a little too young for that. No, ben He won two championships as a coach, so that means something. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> It's just,
1: it's just, it's just like I'm, I'm, unfamiliar with the name. So, yeah. Come on,
2: Calvin, step it up. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. I, I'm. There's, there's, I don't know what that man is either
1: Calvin. I
2: don't know what that <laughs> It's man is just
1: either. like my, my, his, my basketball history knowledge is there, but like it's not granular level. Like I cannot name you every single coach. Um, I cannot name you every single player. What?
2: Um, you're not Bill Simmons.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be.
2: Yeah, me neither. He yeah. lame.
1: Um, but you know, but like, it's good, to, you know, finally be able to induct everybody in properly new and of course new additions of like, I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but it seemed kind of strange that like Weber wasn't in already. But maybe I, there's just. I
2: don't know his stats like that. I'm not going to front with you. I just know him from lore. I don't even know his stats like that. So I don't. Chris Webber had like a
0: his peak is long and it's like solid. Like this is a career twenty two and ten type guy with moves.
2: <laughs> I, I truly, I truly, I seriously didn't know. I have no, I didn't know that he was that nice. Like he's nice, but like by the time I start really paying attention to basketball, he wasn't playing, and I only know him from the Fab Pop stuff. And like playing with Jason
1: Williams and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So, no, like, I got you. I understand. Like, it makes sense. His averages for his career 27 points. I mean, not sorry, 27. 20 points, 9.8 rebounds, 4, sit, four assists. Is, it,
2: um, is
1: that a Hall of Fame worthy? So, like, okay, all no, right, cool. I guess it's going
2: in, he's going in. All right, I get it. You said, um, what? That's a never mind. If Draymond gets going, Chris like, those numbers really. He's also a
1: five time NBA All-Star, All NBA first team, three time All NBA, second team, All NBA third team, rookie of the year, rookie first team, NBA rebounding leader. His jersey is retired in Sacramento. And of course, all the stuff in like high school and like
2: college. Can you do me a favor? Can you look up the stats mm-hmm. of Manu Ginobili for career? Ginobili? Mm-hmm. His first
0: career. Yeah. Ginobili go. <laughs>
2: Are you thinking about if Ginobili going to get in? Because I'm doing sack comparisons
1: right now real quick. Oh, okay. 13.3... Hold up. Let me pull it all up. Yeah, uh, 13.3 points, three and a half rebounds, 3.8 assists, 1.3 steals.
2: All right. He's going to to the Hall of Fame for sure. So Chris Webber definitely deserves to go to the Hall of Fame 100%. Like, Like,
1: those are... He's also got a lot of, like, like medals and stuff from representing Argentina. want yeah,
2: nobody care about that.
1: Um, it matters when you're talking about like if a dude's gonna go in the hall, though.
2: Exactly. Like all of it matters. I, I guess. Look, when you go, <laughs> I guess they they won that one gold medal. So uh, they, you know, whatever they beat that one gold medal when they beat the 2000, was it 2010? Yeah, but sorry. also, like, it's not it's not our fault that your basketball your basketball your know, your, your country wasn't great. You know what I mean. So it's easier to get medals and stuff, but whatever. Um, but he 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 averaged 13, he averaged thirteen points, and he's a bona fide hall of famer. Yeah. all of that.
0: Let's go ahead and move on to the twenty twenty one recruiting class, where we have some big news. Which one of them is not so much big news if you've been paying attention to this long enough, because Jaden Hardy is going to be part of G League Ignite next year in duh duh that kid is really good at basketball like 64 Dame Little Dame Little Ranger has been doing this since his junior year um i am excited to see how he handles the pro game this is going to be interesting because there's also not going to be a lot of high level guys like that on this G League night roster so it's going to be fun like uh, it's
1: like you said, it's not that much of a surprise. Um, it's like I'd be like I'd, I'm excited to watch, but like I'm probably not about to watch the G League. Um, but you know, like you said, it's an amazing scorer, um, strong, plays solid defense, um, and like unless he just embarrasses himself, he's gonna be a lottery pick. Yeah, but like uh, he's gonna have to really embarrass himself for that though.
0: Calvin, I'm going to try to change your views on the G League. If you have, you're have, you a college basketball fan, whoever was a dog at the college basketball level or was like your favorite player, he's in the G League now. So if you wanted to go watch dudes like Miles Powell or whatever, like, like dudes who were high-level college players, but like, it was just, like, something little that messes with their scouting report, like being too small for the position. Like, there's – it's it's a really high-level game. Now, the issue is going to be, like, you're going to see turnovers. You're going to, like, see stupid stuff. But, you know, you watch an NBA game, long enough, this It's going to be the same. I
1: um, mean, it's not even that, like, I don't think it's, like, high-level. It's just, like, from, like, a, a standpoint of, like uh, it's, like, of course, NBA – teams are going to like pay attention to like the G League super close cuz there are good reasons to do it. You can pull up dudes can be useful what um uh, and like a lot of players have spent time in the G League at various points in their career. But it's just like it's also as far as like bra- like branding or like notoriety or what have you, it's very much toiling in obscurity. Like, even for the best players there. Um, it's like, you might be cold in the G League, but, like, only people that follow the G League are gonna know you're cold, and most dudes don't follow the G League. Um, it, but, like, it's just, like, the thing is also just, because a, a higher level, and, like, be a higher level of comp than, like, you know, playing in college necessarily, right? The... It, like, I think the expectations in terms of what players, even like, players like Hardy are expected to be able to do is lower than it would be in college. So, yeah. like, he can be worse and, like, it's not necessarily going to affect his draft stock.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I see what you're yeah. talking about. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> But just for, like, a thought, thought uh, experiment, because I did this with uh, Jalen Green this year. Watch, watch the first game, watch his fifth game, watch the 10th game, and then watch before they get to the playoffs. The amount of development that they do in, and it's almost not even like the player specifically watching a high school kid adjust to like a, this fast of a league is like really fun because they have all the athleticism to run with everybody. They just got to think it through in watching them figure it out and like how their skills really come out from game to game, it's it's fun until they hit that little that little rookie wall and then it's just like, "Oh. Okay, you're a kid." And that <laughs> <laughs> no, because you, you still like 18, 19 is like okay, like I get it. Like this happens in college too, but this is a grown man that you're playing against. This is a this is a brick wall versus that other glass wall that you had a chance of breaking through. A <laughs> chance.
1: <laughs> but what I think Michael Foster will also be in the G League. Yes. Um what Patrick Baldwin Jr. will be in Milwaukee. Yes. Um, to play for his father.
0: Um, They really held that or, one out. Like, we didn't know that he was going to go play for his dad. Like, it, they really drummed it up. Like, it was... Like, we didn't get a lot of detail from it. But it was like, you going you gonna to burn just, your dad like that? That's messed up. You got to put him on a schedule if you're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> Lord. I just... I guess
1: my thing would just be, like, as far as that, like, I would just kind of assume that if... It, but, like, unless a kid and his father have a terrible relationship, he's probably playing for his
0: dad.
2: Wouldn't um, you?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: When... Yeah. I don't pay that. I love my dad. I do, but that's too <laughs> much stress for me, bro. I can't, I can't, you can't turn it off? No. You trying to coach me at the dinner table? Fight me, son. That means I've
2: gotten like a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> you can run that.
0: Bro, we can run 11 right been now been been if you want to talk. Yo-
2: your dad mm-hmm. bring me to the dinner table. I mean, he's not a good coach <laughs> or a father, one the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's child. My, uh, hey, man, on the court today, on the today, son. You should have done this, man. I'm trying to eat my chicken. Did your dad coach your AAU?
0: Wait, what? Did your dad ever coach you during like uh, little league?
2: Because that's you. what I'm thinking. Specific. He coached me in baseball all the way until I graduated high school. What? He just he yeah. didn't talk to you in the car and. In- the car different. And it was like yelling is a conversation, right? But like to and from games and like whatever. But it wasn't like a you sitting there at breakfast eating your bowl of cereal. Huh. Hey, yo, Philip, remember that one time? It's no, because your know. daddy
0: job not on the line. Were your daddy job on the line? <laughs> I'm talking to you at dinner time.
1: And like mine's, mine's just intense, right? So like he doesn't know how, like when he gets, when it's on, he doesn't know how to shut it off. So like you'll start in the car. And, like, you'll make it and be, like, 30 minutes in back at the house still talking about the game.
2: that I, I must have had a good thing. <laughs> I was over here chilling. That's what that was. <laughs> you know what? Your dad ain't care about your development. That's what that was. <laughs> no, I developed. I played, I, played, I played college baseball. I developed well enough. You play college
0: baseball? When did this
2: happen? I played at Fisk. You play baseball, too? Yep. I knew it about basketball. I had no idea that you played baseball. I had a 333 average. Hit two home runs. Proud of you, bro. Or three home runs. Man, I was killing. I'm going to have to look this up. I didn't hear nothing about you playing baseball while you were there, bro. Bro, I do my thing. <laughs> in silence. Yeah. Uh, I'm, actually, moving, I'm, I'm like a G. I'm moving in silence. Whatever he said. Smack yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: um, All right. What else? Nolan, yeah. Nolan Hickman. Yes. um committed to Gonzaga and like of course I got a, my chance to see him at the Iris and Round Ball Classic uh what about 2 weeks ago now um about a week 2 weeks ago now and he's good he's really good i was surprised yeah
0: um, um yeah we did a feature on him for uh, prospects corner like dude's going to go bro like I really wonder what that back ho- that backcourt of him and Ryan Nimhard are going to look like, because both of them can play defense. Nimhard is about like six two, I mean six five. <clears> Holt <throat> Hickman six two. Both of them are really solid passers. This is going to be fun.
1: Yeah, what, they also, they're also going to have Chet Holgrim with them. Um, I feel like there are other players. Hmm.
0: Chet is about to have such a good season.
1: Yeah. Well, Chet Holgram, Drew Timmy's expected to come back. Yeah. Uh like it's Gonzaga will be very, very good once again.
2: Yeah, still win a championship. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> like, they
2: probably maybe this year they his... learned their lessons. Like maybe this year they learned a lesson. Yeah, you're right. But all the players are gonna be leaving, so it's fine. <laughs> so like they like all the players who like they're gonna to to the come back next year. The players not come back next year, so it's gonna be the exact same thing over again. But mm-hmm. but the soft kids getting bully balled by a bunch of people.
0: Yeah.
1: Lord, this is,
2: look, like this
1: everybody is, can't everybody can't play like Baylor played last season though. Like that, but like
2: I feel like people talk about Baylor like they talking about <laughs> European players in the nineties. It's <laughs> soft. <laughs> like like
1: whoever like who said uh, that about them though. I'm 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 not like for real though. Okay, what? You said, you said for Baylor?
2: No, for uh, Gonzaga. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Gonzaga. <laughs> like, people talk about Gonzaga like they talk about, you know, when Jordan and Pippen over there and locked up Kukoc. You know what I mean? Like,
0: right,
1: and and they still get blown out by 30. <laughs> Look,
0: All I have to say, in both games, the boys got their ass beat. Kukoc got beat up <laughs> by Jordan and Pippen, and them Zag boys got beat up by Baylor. Like, yeah, <laughs> it physically wasn't fair. It's okay. I love Skill-wise, it. Skill was there though, and it will be there again this year. I think. I think this year is gonna be the. It's gonna be another elite out, elite eight out.
2: What did you just say? Another another elite eight out? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, they'll make it deep, but they ain't, uh they're not winning the chip this year. Sorry, this is just my prediction. We are gonna see.
1: It. I mean, only one team can win it, so
0: Man.
1: they're not gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a profound <laughs>
1: statement um, let's see what else as far as I guess it, is there anything else Calvin that is the
0: end of our oh yeah day. but we didn't talk about the play-ins we didn't talk about the play-ins at all Ooh, we we made a whole episode about the play-ins why, why are we still talking about the play-ins
2: <laughs> mostly because
0: like I guess they're mostly saying the Lakers will be in the play-ins
2: and hey, LeBron hates it Bro, I predicted this
0: already. I feel like Nostradamus. I don't like talking about the past. Y'all want to know who gonna win the
2: NBA championship? I can tell you. Who? I don't know. I really don't. Know. <laughs> First of all, who gonna win the playing game?
0: Who gonna win the playing game? Well, the Lakers gonna win against Golden State, and Golden State is going to. I think the Lakers play... Wouldn't the Lakers
1: play the Spurs first, or am I... Wait, wait, wait. Never mind, never mind. Wait, LeBron... Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm,
2: when, when is playing Why
1: game? is this so confusing? Because somebody when, made it.
2: When is the playing game? Uh, I think Thursday. LeBron... This, the game's... I hope he's healthy. <laughs> he, hit that, he hit that ground again yesterday. Didn't, didn't didn't return from an- the ankle. Maybe... That's because he warming up for this game, bro. <laughs> is
0: what that is. He, he went in that cryo chamber.
2: Oh, is that what he's doing? My bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. He about to go full Vegeta. Let's go. Go ahead and get your energy back. Playing a oh.
2: wrong, man, for sure. ain't <laughs> hurt my feelings.
0: Uh,
1: but I guess the Grizz have the Spurs. Mm. I, just, I guess I assume the Grizz win that one. I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Unless the Margarita won.
1: That's possible. It's just I don't really know what to say with these games, but like the Grizz are basically healthy again. Well, I, I say again, like it's not like they've been like they've been healthy for all of like two weeks. I don't say all season. Huh? I, I don't.
2: I don't say That the best team win. That's it.
1: Grizzlies. It is okay. Okay. Uh, you said I best. mean, I got the record. <laughs> But, and then they play the loser of the Lakers and Warriors. If by some chance it's the Lakers, they're definitely going home. But, like, well, unless, like, AD and LeBron get hurt or something. But, like.
0: What if they do so LeBron to lose to the Warriors? Just so they can beat
2: <laughs> the other team. The easiest of the two teams. Damn. I don't know. Qu- Qu- Seems Qu- 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 like
1: a risky play.
2: Whoever loses, I'm already saying it's rigged. I got a tweet in my drafts already. Bro,
0: I guess we should talk about the East play out, playing teams too. I guess that's what we're doing. Should we? Um, what's <laughs> I guess it looks like? We're... Celtics, Wizards, Pacers, Hornets. I think that uh, I'm I'm excited to finally see Mellow Ball. I have not watched a single Mellow Ball game this year. Really. <laughs> I have not watched a single bro. I didn't really watch NBA this year. Yeah. Like I've been super deep on like the high school stuff. Uh I, I've watched more games of Nolan Hickman than any any NBA player. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It makes me sad. Um <clears throat> but uh I'm excited to see LaMelo play. This should be fun. And then we get to see the seven foot Viking that plays for the Pacers.
2: Um Wizards win. Hornets
1: win. Uh, wait, why are the Wizard hmm. Are the are the
0: Celtics healthy? No.
2: no. Jim Jim okay, Jim. Yeah. yeah.
0: We got it. Yeah, Wizards probably get that. So Jay, Jason Tatum basically has to be Hercules for them to win this game, right? Mm-hmm. And then
2: have you have you guys watched Wizards a lot this year? No, no, them no, stupid gray jerseys. They're so bland to watch on TV. I'd be bored. Like yeah. I'm like i will like, be yawning and stuff. Well, I'm pulling a Calvin. Like Scott Brooks just I don't I don't like Scott Brooks teams. Like he literally just makes the the superstars like go play and it's like is somebody else gonna do something? I would rather watch Adam Sandler play pickup. <laughs> <laughs> He um, is more entertaining. <laughs> long um, shorts. <laughs> New <laughs> shorts hitting his shins. <laughs> New work capris when he played basketball. He got, them, uh, um, he got the same shorts from the 90s.
0: Bro.
2: <laughs> no, I got the shorts from t- 2003. <laughs> what are you talking about? Long shorts. LeBron Draft Day shorts.
0: <laughs> For Excel looking goofy. Um, oh. All right, that was fun. That's how we supposed to end the b- <laughs> talking about the playoff game, making fun of something because it's stupid. It's not really stupid. I'm just part of talking about it. <laughs> I
2: have to do like a I lot think of it's do, stupid. Like,
1: yeah. so. Oh, never mind. I'm, on on I just I just think it's stupid. It's just like it's not not even just that it's a play in, which I also just kind of think it's stupid because like we already know like at least by the Games played. Who the like best teams in these probably are. Like it kind of just adds randomness, which is exciting. But like, it doesn't serve a real purpose for real.
2: Yeah, it does. It sort of first purpose. The purpose it serves is to get these uh, superstars to make money. Who are to get these superstars who are on the brink of making the playoffs into the playoffs. Uh, that's what it's for, right? Like it's for teams like Jean Morant to get into the playoffs. It's for teams like uh, excuse me Zion. Um, Zon- playoffs. It's for those teams getting to get into the playoffs to make more money. That's all it's for. That's, easy. That's why they they did the whole bubble thing last year. They're doing it again this year. Look look at who's playing this Look look at who is playing games. We got Jason Tatum for the Celtics. You got um, I would say Bradley Beal, but what, Russell Westbrook's the most the more marketable player. Then you have um, the Pacers who are just you know whatever. Um, and then you have um, Lamelo Ball. Uh, John Morant, you have all these people that they like. Okay, these are as if the rules were how they were before, these people would not be in the playoffs. And these people would not be in the playoffs. So all these names get a chance to be in the playoffs, more money, more merchandise selling, blah blah blah, whatever. All of a sudden, you know, a fluke could happen, and John Morant can make it to the you know whatever the Eastern Conference Finals, whatever it is. Uh, but that's all it's for. It's, it's for a purpose. It's not the, it's not it's not basketball reasons. It's just to uh, Capitalize on the the markability of, of, of more players later later into the year.
1: I I feel confident in saying I don't think John ja Morant is the reason for the play in because the league doesn't care about the Grizzlies. We just keep we just keep hanging
0: around. No no no. no. We don't care about the Grizzlies. We
2: love John ja Morant. Boom. There you go. These <laughs> <laughs> care about John ja Morant, right?
0: job Jabba Red is special.
2: Man, no one cared oh. about the Pacers, but they cared about Oladipo. You know what I mean? But once again, the, the NBA is a star-driven star, li- a star driven league. Not by the teams, but the players on the teams. And you give the one superstar player, that's all that matters.
1: I suppose.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, it's all, but it's also just like, as far as the play and it's just the way they handle it feels confusing. Yeah. Right? It doesn't feel intuitive.
0: They did just kind of, they kind of dropped it off. And I think a part of me that does not like the, that does not like it, it's seven through 10, which is nice. So we can see like the scrubby stars, but the rest of their team sucks. There's a reason why they're that low. I don't, I don't really like watching the one eight matchup. Why would I watch seven and eight play against each other? It might be more, it's going to be more competitive. <laughs> yeah, it might be more competitive. But that doesn't make it better. No, these teams are still not good, comparatively speaking, to the better halves of the league. So it's just like I don't really like watching that personally. It's like, it's like in in the case of like
1: what the Hornets and the Grizzlies. It's like they're good young teams, but like good young teams are kind of mediocre at best in general.
2: Well, and I'll like hope- it's not the. Huh? Also, but also, you don't like it, but like people in Charlotte like it, people in Memphis like it, people in you know uh, Indiana like it. You know what I mean? So, like, if, if you get a chance for Indiana to watch more games later into it, later into the season, uh, when more than likely a lot of their market just drops off, when the Pacers, Pacers get, lose, then you are going to do it as like business. But does this have anything to do with actual basketball? Absolutely not. Like they only don't, they, don't, they don't care about. They don't, they, don't, they don't care about the best matchups. They care about making more money. And the longer yeah. teams play, the more money they're gonna make.
0: Nothing funnier than it really being just two games max. Y'all remember when it was like it was supposed to be a tournament for like the number one, like the the lottery pick? When that was the idea? I almost like that idea more. Than, um, like, forcing them to try to win instead of losing more than, like, the, the play-in game. Like, me personally, but I do like seeing people fight for their food a little bit.
2: So, well, and yesterday, very happy. Yesterday, the Brooklyn Nets had a play that was crazy, so. You see that play? It was okay. Man, that was NBA Street. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it was cool, bro. Alright, haters don't hate you. <laughs>
1: Man, it's not like a Nick fan. I I just want to go on the record even though I'm pretty sure it's on the record. I'm kind of a Nets hater this year and I understand this and accept this fully. So, like, I want them to fail. <laughs> like, I'm, I just well, do. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Like, I, like, like they're no, fun. Like... Don't get me wrong. It's just... Well, like, here's the thing. I feel like KD needs a ring with the Nets or something to like it it it'll look better as far as like thinking about his legacy than like uh, the rings he got with the Warriors too. Uh,
2: I don't know because without the Warriors without KD the Warriors don't win a championship. Without KD on this Nets team, you still have Kyrie and James Harden. I'm not quite sure what the deal is.
1: But who else do you got?
2: Hey that team not winning nothing. You know
0: that. You know that. Listen you,
2: I saw. No, no, stop, 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 stop. You stop, know stop. that. Stop, 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 stop. Listen. <laughs> James Harden won with much less than he would have with that team. With much less. And he won significantly in the West. Playing on no defense, just offense. And he won significantly in the West. For this man, the East. With more but firepower. he didn't win
1: a chip, and that's what we're talking about.
2: He, oh, my bad, he ran up into arguably one of the best teams the NBA has ever produced. Like but he's still got to play somebody from the West, which is one of the best teams the NBA has produced. No, no, but but I'm saying is, at this. Fall, this year, with no, no this year, with I've seen James Harden do much more much with much less. I'm saying that. So take away KD, and you still have the same team without KD. I've still I, listen. I don't live and die. Oh, that's not excessive. I don't uh, <laughs> live and die. That's, that's hyperbole for sure. Right? But I'm going to go hyperbole. I don't live and die with Kyrie leading, leading, leading a team. I don't. Right? I like, like Kyrie leading a team. We've all seen the results. I'd much rather have Dame Willard. <laughs> 100%. James Harden. Give him this team and, you know, Kyrie essentially being the two. I'm, I'm I'm good, I'm good, I'm good with that. I'm gonna lie to you, I'm good with that. So I may be the only one, but this team without Katie would still be making noise for sure. And That's also thing, Katie out a lot of the season, <laughs> so they still making noise. So, so I, like, I like let me a two games.
1: It's just like let, let me explain. All right, so it's <laughs> like the reason because I've I've given this thought right because I'm like what is because I've, I've been because I thought about this months ago, really, right? I'm like, why is it that I am kind of anti the Nets, right? Like the way that I, that, that like I am. And it's just because, and what it boils down to, right, the Nets exceeding is basically saying that like half of the game doesn't actually matter.
0: Because it doesn't. I've been telling you guys this. I'm, I was literally on record saying this like two years ago. It doesn't. But keep going.
1: <clears throat> I'm a- it's like, and that's, that's, and like, I disagree with this, right? <laughs> but like, and like, I, and like, the Nets, their defense is probably better now, right? But like, it's still probably not what you would describe as good, I, in all likelihood. And to degree that it is almost entirely predicated on effort that everybody's going to be putting in come playoff time. Um, And like, I don't know. I just like... I would like the game, like, I I like it when, like, the entire game is worth playing. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just more interesting when, like, because it'd be one of them things where, like, the Nets win and, like, and it's not like people care about defense a whole lot now. They're going to, like, they're going to stop caring at all. And that includes players. And, like, it's going to be like I maybe it's just a mean thing, but I feel like dudes putting up crazy numbers like constantly without any kind of resistance isn't that much fun to watch like that's an all star game, and like all star games while they have entertainment value aren't generally as fun as like playoff games, yeah, right and like and like that's my thing with it, but I also recognize that like k d And maybe it's just a me thing also that, like, again, I did not like his move to the Warriors. I understand why the Warriors went and signed him. It makes perfect sense from there. And to be honest, it made sense from his too. I just felt like – like – he was kind of just being a bitch. Like, I don't (laughs) know how – like, it's just like, sir, you you, you took them to seven games. And, like, it's not even like you went to another – you went to a team – that is the, like the greatest regular season team of all time, right? Like it's hard for me to take your rings with them seriously. I'm like it's not they don't matter at all, right? But it's just like they didn't need you to be great. They were great before you showed up.
2: All right, listen. You're gonna have no arguments for me. You're you're not gonna have any arguments for me on Katie slander or how whack that move was. Yeah. Like. None whatsoever, and I've been on the podcast many a time saying it. Right, love KD for that, hated Katie after that. But in this particular circumstance, I'm less focused on KD getting a ring, but more focused on James Harden getting a ring. I, I, James Harden puts up stupid numbers. James Harden's changed basketball in his own way outside of, you know, Curry State changed basketball. The only person, the only, I would, I would say James Harden in the most, in modern, in the last like 10 years of basketball, James Harden's changed basketball just a little under what uh, Stephen Steph Curry has. Like it's James Harden, Stephen Curry in terms of impact on bas- the modern way of playing basketball. Like, like it is what it is, right? Uh, but he's really hated for it. Just like Steph Curry is not as hated. I hate Steph Curry for it. But the average fan doesn't hate Steph Curry for it. But the Irish fan hates James Harden. You know, the strip club going, uh, uh, you know, bachelor living, trash. You know, just doing his thing. You know what I mean? In Houston, Texas. Steph Curry, easy, easy to market. Family man has Riley, the daughter. I, I shouldn't know that man's daughter's name. But I do. <laughs> I should not know that man's kid's name. But for some reason, I do. He's a very marketable person, so people so people market them. They market them a certain way. People love them. James Harden, nah, <laughs> he ain't it? But he he needs a ring to get the respect. I don't want him to be in. I don't want him to be in the Charles Barkley lane. Put these crazy numbers and never gets a ring. I want him to be up there with at least one ring, and that's why I'm like you know, and because you know it might not matter right now, but in 10, 20 years when these same arguments come up with our kids whatever it is is mm-hmm. I'm going I don't want to be the person that you know takes up for Charles Bucket right now so I'm doing I'm winning for James Harden. I don't want to be that person. I want to be like, yeah, but you got a ring though. You know what I mean? And James Harden, I'm all I'm all in on it. I've been on it. I've I've wanted him to win when he was playing the Golden State, reasonably he was with the Rockets. I've been wanting him to win for years. But if this is the best team to win. If it's the best chance to win, I'm good. Now, if Philadelphia makes the championship, I'm not mad at that either. Because I love Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. If they make a championship, I'm not mad at either. But they're young. James Harden, he's not—he's not old by any means. He's like mid mid thirties, probably right, early to mid thirties. So, yeah. um, so his, his his time's ticking. So I'd much rather uh, have him get it right now than you know Joel Embiid, who is going to get one or two in some points career. <clears throat>
0: Okay,
2: all solid arguments. I appreciate both of those.
0: Um, Both of you, let that KD hurt go. I did, and I'm the only one on this podcast who cried. Man, you were the number one. You were a big KD fan. I am. I am. I'm still. I'm still on this team. And um,
2: that's it. That's it. I let nothing go. Best chances. Letting go. Also. Mm -hmm.
0: To go back to what we were talking about originally, I do not like the idea of the only two players being James Harden and Kyrie on that team and them doing anything outside of the second the conference finals. I'll give them conference finals. Because yes. all, you, all you need is big. All you need is big. All you need is big. All you need is big.
2: Doesn't act like uh, Blake Griffin is having his game up because he actually wants to play. All you need is a big. All you need is a big. All you need is a big.
0: All you need is a really dominant. If you can get a dominant big, like I think the, the Pacers, if it was just James Harden and Kyrie, I think the Pacers would give them a tad bit of trouble because there's nobody to stop Demarcus uh, bonus
2: I would smack you through this camera right now. If you say. Do what you got to do. Play- That's crazy. Play- James am telling you, I'm Both. telling you, I'm telling you, it's a, all you
0: need is a big, and you'll eat them up, but, yeah. hey, that's just, I'm, t- I'm, that's just how I feel, that's just how I feel about that, bro, you get a big,
2: you bro. got a solid guard, for bro. you, for inside out, Them niggas is toast, that's Man, toast, you know it's not in 1998 Toaster before, right, you know it's 2020, Look. yeah,
0: yeah, I know it's not that, and I think that's what would be, that's those two, but that's besides the point. And again, another thought experiment that's just gonna have us screaming at each other.
1: It's just for well, like at the part- end of the day, though,
2: right? you have to have a You have to have a all-time for the moment big man. No, no normal big yeah. man. No normal good big man's gonna do that. You gotta yeah. have an, you have to have the Joel Embiid type, uh, Anthony Davis type. Now, if you're talking about the top three big men in the league, okay. But like outside of the top three, no way. That's who you, but. In this thought experiment, that's exactly what you have to do to win a
0: championship. You have to beat Anthony Davis if he comes out of the uh, if he comes out of the West. You have to beat Embiid. You have to beat Embiid at some point. Not gonna happen. <laughs> right. Go ahead and put Ben Simmons on uh, hard. <laughs> Don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-mm. I'd probably
1: put him. i probably put him on
2: KD, honestly.
0: No, no, I'm talking about like if it's just James Harden and uh, Kyrie.
2: Oh, nope. Okay. He would put them in foul trouble that quick. Yeah. Like, look, <laughs> Ben Simmons is an elite defender. James Harden is an elite offense player. That just happens that his game includes getting the person guarding him in foul trouble. That's like part of his game. So, do you want Joel? You wouldn't put Ben Simmons on. Uh, on, on, on uh, James Harden because you still want him playing. You
0: got a point. I'm going to go ahead and have Ben Simmons. You, you going to be quarterback spy. Man. <laughs> you going to be quarterback spy. <laughs> Anytime you see that man, go ahead and shift, shift over in the lane. I don't care I don't care who you guarding. I don't care who the four is. We're going to figure that out. We'll figure that out. There's rotations, baby. We're no
2: James Harden got a 38 in vertical.
0: That's cool. Okay.
2: See me at the rim. See me at the rim. Huh? See me at the rim. If I'm beating him, see me at the rim. See me at the rim. Hey, runner, <laughs> you got one of the best runners in bet. the league. Easy. You better. You you taking that runner all night? Uh, James Harden, don't take it. Don't give him a runner all night. Yeah, I, I don't want you at the rim. I read you take the runner, so you ain't got to get. Look, if he gets to the
0: rim, you know
2: you the know the he's to the free throw line. You right. know he's going to the free. It all makes It all the runner. runner. Offensively, in the NBA right now, there are. Five players that are unguardable, literally unguardable. James Harden, one of them. Mm-hmm. That's why we got a scheme. I want you to take that runner. You just gonna have to beat me for runners. And guess what?
0: Another person's on the same team.
2: <laughs> and James Harden get assists too. He don't just get off. He's not just offense. He assists too. So,
1: like again, that's why like. Hypothetically, if KD is out there, I would put Simmons on KD, right? I don't mm-hmm. care if Harden puts up crazy, shoot, like, scoring numbers. I don't want him to get his teammates involved.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I love these. We should do this more often. We, we're going to have a lot of time to do this in the playoffs, you know, but that yeah. little, uh, yeah, this- little schedule. it's going
1: to be and fun. And, like, that's the thing. That's why, ultimately, that's why the games get played. Because, like, you can make hypotheticals. You can look at the stuff on paper and be like, oh, like, this is what you should do and this is what's going to happen. But when it's all said and done, right, you, the, the games have to get, still have to get played. Like, it's not decided by, like, us shouting at each other about the, the nuances of whether or not it's worth your time trying to send Simmons to guard, like, Harden or whatever.
2: Real Real quick, real quick. Side point, this has nothing to do with this. Well, Brooklyn, it's by the Knicks, New York, whatever, segue. In January, Derrick Rose said this to Dwayne Casey. He said, I just want to go where we may have a chance to make the playoffs. In February, Dwayne Casey tells Derrick Rose this, Derek, you may have a chance here just as much as they have in New York. Man, that was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. Talk about you no know, one of this man got coach of the year and then fired that same year with the Toronto. That was I said, That was a that was a bad take.
0: All I gotta say is, is if we're out here talking about <laughs> basketball knowledge come playoff time, one of us might be out here looking like Dwayne Casey with this dumbass answer to uh something about the Knicks. <laughs> That's another team I haven't watched at all this year.
2: This, so. I'm like, a lot of you? So, I'm just going to be surprised. Ever since, no, ever, ever <laughs> since a couple uh, weeks ago, we were talking about the Knicks. And what's yeah. up with like, everybody going with the Knicks? Is ESPN all, Nick this, whatever. We talked about this? So I was like, okay, let me let me peep. Yeah, they fun, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, to I'm like, a lot of you. I'm gonna go front. They fun to watch. And, like, it's, it's like a Thibodeau team, but, like, good. So, they work hard on defense. But on offense, they kind of just – they know what to do. Like – here, Randall, Dio Thang. Oh, um, your double team, pass, pass, shot. Derrick Rose, Dio Thang, fourth quarter, RJ Barrett, slash, three. Like, they all know the role. But like, and I like you know when like everybody knows a role on a team besides like a couple people, then like that's not good. Yeah. But like when everybody knows a role, it's like perfect. That's how they play. Except James Har- or uh Judas Randall's over here doing like turn away, fade away. Mid range, like it's. I'm, I'm like, where's this coming from? What kind of game is this? I never seen this before in my life, but he really doing it and consistently. And so, I'm just like, yeah, this team kind of fun to watch, dog. And also got Derrick grows on it, so you no, know, I'm biased.
0: Good one, good one. I think it's about time to go ahead and wrap this up. Gavin over here is sleeping. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Huh. laughs> uh, but again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of. The Traveling Hoopers podcast. I have been your host, Alan Pettigrew, and in front of me, these two fools can go ahead and sign themselves out. You know,
1: once again, of course, I'm Calvin McGowan. Pleasure to be here as always. If you know you are joining us for the first time, you know, thank you for giving us a listen um, or a watch. If you're on YouTube, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're on YouTube, you know, like, share, and subscribe. Leave something in the comments. Um, Yeah, Yeah. enjoy the rest of your week and the play-ins, which still don't make sense, but yeah, enjoy all that.
2: Yep, I'm Philip Dixon, aka Mr. Mandarin Fresh, and, uh, you know, uh, thanks for listening, you know, uh, and listen to all your, listen to us on all your streaming platforms.
0: Mandarin Fresh is much better.
2: Thank you.